Hello there. My name is Jai Man. You want a German show, which is on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston Local Community Radio Station. The best station in the whole wide world. My guest is Bicasta from from Started Off Live. Hi, welcome to the show. Good to see you. It's good to see you too. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, okay, so I guess I'll get started by asking, how did you get started in, in acting, and how did you get the part and, and set it off? Because that was a wonderful, wonderful play. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, I actually started acting when I was about eight years old. My grandmother um, used to put on plays at church. Oh, wow. And she always had me play like the little old lady, put a wig on me and glasses and make mm-hmm. me, and I was just, you know, I, I fell in love with it because I made everybody laugh. I was a little yeah. kid, little old lady, you know, everybody loved that. But then I um, decided to get my... Um, my uh, undergraduate degree at Howard University. And uh, then I went to grad school at the University of Illinois. Wow. So, you know, after all of that, I'm like, I've been in the business for over 20 years. Okay. So I've been acting for a very long time, mm-hmm. mostly stage. Wow. And um, I've known Jacarius for about 20 years. Oh, wow. And uh, this is the first time we work together. Mm-hmm. So he called me mm-hmm. and asked me to do it. I didn't, audition or anything he just he just knows that he knew what to do so okay he called me and asked me to do it i was like ah yeah okay <laughs> yeah it's all good that's wonderful so what was like to work so what was i like to work, work with the brat michael fenn and latoya lennon these are all wonderful act- actors i mean especially latoya because she was a wonderful actress i watched her since i was a kid and the brat is my home girl you know i love her music you know so it must have been on, on yeah. to them right yeah, I let me tell you something. A lot of people ask me, like, what was it like to work with um, Brad? Mm-hmm. But she, and a lot of people are surprised when I say she is one of the most genuine, mm-hmm. warm, kindest people you ever want to work with. I mean, her image is different, but she is so, there's a reason she's an icon. Mm-hmm. Because she, she is somebody you want to be around. She's yeah. so giving and genuine with her spirit. Mm-hmm. So it was wonderful to work with her. Michael Finn, eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my partner. Because me, Brad, and Finn, we were the we were the only three original um cast members. Oh really? Yeah, from 2018. We were the we were the, the last three. Mm-hmm. So it was it was just wonderful. It's been a journey, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been a great experience to work with. You said you know Latoya? Uh, no, I said I talked to her on this one a few times, so I'm trying to get on my show. And oh man, she's she's a beautiful, wonderful, yeah. mm-hmm. very very, you know the the whole energy of the cast. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't really have anybody throughout the three and a half legs of the tour that I've done. We have never had anybody that um that was out of place. Oh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody just we fit together like. You know, in round pegs, we fit together like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that kind of show, it's that kind mm-hmm. of story. Yeah, and that's like that kind of energy in the room. Yeah, because my favorite part was 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 when the black came on the car. That was my favorite. <laughs> that was, so that was my, yeah, you know. And, yeah, everybody loves that. They go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was going. Even crazy. if they know it's coming, they they still go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but my but my, my my most fair part was when, was Michael Finn gave uh, gave um 
que, 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 que after the money. That was really genuine. You know, he has to let her go. You know, I, I thought that was you know inspiring because you know because he fought bad for yeah. us. Yeah. He 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 redeemed himself. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because we all need one more more of that. You know, especially now. You know, where where the world is. Right, right. And you know, everybody. I'm telling you, every city we went to, mm-hmm. they you know they they either loved us. They always loved the, the mm-hmm. detectives. They love us. Yes. But it's like a love hate kind of thing, and then yeah. by the end they they end up loving us. So you know. Yeah. yeah. So what? So what drew you to this character? How do you how do you prepare for the role of this character? Because you were so good. I mean, is it hard to come to character? Well, um, of course, I've seen the movie. I'm a mm-hmm. product of the '90s, so <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. Um, and uh, some people don't know this, but Ella Joyce, the original mm-hmm. um, Detective Walker, uh-huh. she's a good friend of mine. Oh wow! Yeah, she's actually one of my mentors. Okay. And um, she, you know, she didn't get to come see the show, mm-hmm. uh, but. You know, she sent me her blessings and everything. And this is actually the second role that she originated that I played. Okay. Well, it, it's something about us. We got the same kind of kind of vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely. And I, I, I couldn't not tell this story because, you know, I feel like Detective Walker, she comes from the hood. She yeah. understands the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, Detective Strode is uh he has been transplanted yeah in uh, an environment he has nothing he has no idea what he's getting into Mm -hmm. so i think detective walker brings that like i understand these women yes Mm -hmm. you know and uh, i understand why they're doing what they're doing because Mm -hmm. if i hadn't have chosen if my character had chosen to become a police officer she Mm -hmm. probably would have been in the same situation as well Mm -hmm. so i took that to heart when i posted the character Oh, well, that's wonderful to hear, you know, yeah. So yeah. what, so what inspires you? What, what inspires you? What gives you inspiration and hope to, to, to do what you do? Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, I can't, I can't see myself doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I act, I teach, you know, I educate, and I feel like being in the theater and being an actor is, you're a, you're a, a consummate educator mm-hmm. you're a storyteller and you're an educator because when i go on stage whatever i do mm-hmm. i make sure that somebody's going to walk out changed yeah mm-hmm. that's that's the reason that motivates me that's wonderful because i definitely want to change i was like wow this is a this is a great show you know also i also be kind of boston you know because i came out from boston i, I drove down from boston boston far to the sea you know? My, my, my family and I was like, you know, we had to see show. I was like, wow. Yeah, I can, I can hear the Boston accent. I heard it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. have, have, you been, have, you, have you ever been to Boston before? Uh, yeah, I have. I have. I had a friend who went to um, UMass. Okay. And uh, my uncle was uh, stationed in Bedford, Massachusetts. Okay. On, based in there. So I've been, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I actually graduated from Washington Community, Community College with my associate's degree in liberal arts. So I'm trying to branch out in, you know, into producing, acting as well. Mm-hmm. So, and singing. Well, good. Yeah, so. That's good. Yeah. How are you looking to pursue that? Well, um, let's see. Well, I, I've, I've run some songs. I'm trying to, I, 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 I can send them to you tonight, you know, on chance so you can hear me if you like it. Yeah. Okay. And I've, 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 I've also been in some movies like, uh, like when I was an extra. 
like what's what's that cap cap with, with my alarms? And yeah, I was yeah. actually not, I was also a movie called Here Comes Here Comes Boom Here Comes Boom with, with Kevin James. I was actually in that, so that was wonderful. Oh wow! Oh yes. good for you. So I'm trying to so I'm trying to branch up, you know, into acting. Move move move, move to California because you know because boss boss don't care about but but I, I don't like the snow, you know. So I want to try and move to California where it's warm, you know. Especially now, you know, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, get where it's warm and, and be around good people. That's what I, you know, tell my students. And, you know, um, just surround yourself with good people because there's a lot of people in the industry that will take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Don't even entertain their presence. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. I always, I keep myself around good people. That's I, how I survive. I think, I think that, that's me too. I think that's how I survive, especially now. So what advice can you give people give like like at this myself that want to be in this business? What advice can, can you give us that want to be that, that want to do what you do to, to, to do what you do? I would say you have to you have to love it. Mm-hmm. You have to want it more than anything. Okay. Um, yeah, you have to because there'll be a lot of doors closed in your face. Yeah. You know there'll be a lot of like body shaming. Yeah. Um, so you have to you have to love who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, people can make you feel like you're not good enough or whatever. You're not pretty enough. You're not tall enough. You're not whatever. Whatever they they want to put you in this little you know box. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself yeah. and, and and be determined. Mm-hmm. Be determined and love and and do the work. Yes. A lot of people think you could just get into acting. Oh, well, I can act. I can do that. Oh, anybody could do that. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Honey, please, you have to love the story. Mm-hmm. You have to give your entire self to it. Yeah. If you don't, then stay out of my field because I don't. We don't need anybody that doesn't love this. Mm-hmm. You can just go do something else. Mm-hmm. So you have to love it mm-hmm. and appreciate it. I definitely, I definitely agree. You know, you want to be active, you have to study the story, study the story, the monologue. You know, you have to, you have to be kind of character, character like, like, like Michael said. You know, you have to be kind of the whole character. You know. To be, to be able to, to, yeah. to do this, right? Yeah, so I agree. You have to embrace. You have to engulf yourself in it. That's yeah. why I say you have to love it. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't engulf yourself in it, I mean, look at you know our favorite actors out here. I mean, Denzel. Yeah. You know, he embodies everything he does. Yes. So if you don't have the discipline mm-hmm. to put all of yourself into a role, the story. Um, then, then just do something else. I, I <laughs> have to, yeah, yeah, I agree. So how did um, so so how did cool cool affect you? I mean, or was it was it hard for you to get work? Everything being everything being being shut down. Um, uh, you said the COVID. Oh yeah, how did that affect you, COVID? You know. Oh right. yeah, well, well, we were supposed to um, our first time in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. This was um, oh I don't. I, Years just run together. I think it was 2019. Yeah. yeah. We were supposed to do New Orleans that night. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to do Memphis and I believe Nashville after that. Okay. So that weekend, we, we had three different cities. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we I, I, I was there on that, that Friday. I got there that Thursday. That Friday, um, right before our call time to mm-hmm. go to the theater, they said that New Orleans was locked. Louisiana was locked there. Okay. So we had to get out of there um, that that Saturday. 
everybody went back home. We didn't know what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, so after we started this, this last leg of the tour, um, every city, mm. we, everybody got tested. Okay. You no. Know, um, and you know, we, we would get our tests right back like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and what is the PCR? We would do the PCR test. Yeah. So it was, it was like a part of the process, you know, and everybody, it didn't matter to me. I didn't, I wanted to be tested. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted everybody to be tested. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I guess that's just members, you know. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't affect me um, in, a, in a negative way. I think that it brought us closer because we mm -hmm. all wanted to make sure we were taking care of each other. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, this whole thing is, was totally scary, you know, especially for me. I, I make sure I, I get tested too. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I thought it was just really wonderful how, you know, the theaters now, just about every, you know, venue of that uh, magnitude is requiring people to have their cards and show their cards before they can, you know, come in, requiring masks, um, offering testing on site, you know, and that that was a beautiful thing. Too. I definitely agree. Yeah. So so um, so in the movie set it off. I, I I know that you sometimes you deal with racism, right? In the movie, set it off. I mean, how do you deal? How do you deal with racism in real life? Because it's so sad. It's so kind of sad, you know. I mean, everything like Floyd, the mm -hmm. capital rights. How how do you deal with racism? And, and because it's so sad, you know. It's just going... It 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 is. Um, and people use the term systematic, systemic racism, and all of that. I just believe that, you know, we have to take care of our own community. Mm -hmm. We have to educate our children and make sure that they know the signs and the ways to behave. Yeah. Because we have to behave in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Because racism isn't going to go away. That's true. It doesn't matter how educated you are. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how good of a person you are. Yes. You know, it it it, it could still take your life. Mm -hmm. You know, there are people who hate. I can't understand that capacity. I don't have the capacity to hate anybody like that. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. But it's so ingrained in some people's upbringing and their, their generational, it's generational yeah. racism. It's instilled in them. And that's something we're not going to be able to change. We can change ourselves. Yes. That's what we can do. Mm -hmm. and educate each other and know how to go out here and, and be the best, most upright citizens that we can. Yeah. And um, that's, and, and tell stories, mm -hmm. tell stories, tell, educate, yes. you know what I'm saying? That's, yes. that's my main thing. Educate these babies. Cause you know, we, we just have to let them know that mm -hmm. it's, it's not your fault. Exactly. I feel the same way, you know, because I don't hate nobody. I'm a good person, and I try to help people. I know. I can tell. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And so I don't see how anybody can hate anybody. It just, it's, it's, I, it's, it's, it, it, it just baffles me. Mm -hmm. Like, how can you, like, have that sort of, what is it? Is, is it evil? Mm -hmm. you, and I, I can't. I can't. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't get it. I hear you. Definitely. Yeah. Hello, dear. My name is Jaye Bano. You're on the Jamming Show, which is on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston's local community radio station. My guest today is after Michael Wynn from, from Set It Off and over on Fox. Hi, Michael. Good to see you on the show today. It's an honor to meet you, man. 
Thanks, man. It's good to be here. Uh, we met on the road, and uh, yeah. you asked me to do it. I was excited yeah. to do it, so here I am. Thank you. Well, what's a blessing to have you, brother? Okay, so how did you get started? So how did you get started? You know, in the entertainment field as an actor, and how did you get the spot and set up? Because that was a wonderful play, and you did a Thanks, great man. job. I appreciate you. Thank man. you. Thank you. Uh, I've been doing this for over twenty years. Uh, I started late. I well, no, I started before high school. I did a show between 7th and 8th grade. Uh, I was actually a musician first, so I played a lot of music. I was a drummer. I was in a lot of bands. I did the marching band, and I, I was looking for a way to, you know, hang out with my friends. Yeah. And a lot of them, because musicians, were doing theater. So we started hanging out. They said, hey, come do this, come do that. I did a show. I was like, okay, you know, it's all right. I, it wasn't my thing right off the bat. And then um, I got a little older, and I auditioned a couple times, and I said, I. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. And then I landed my first decent role and I was like, you know what? I think this might be for me. This yeah. might be it. And then I started digging deeper and I was like, yeah, I, mean, I love music. I'll always love music as, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, but acting and filmmaking are my number one passion and they will always be my number one passion. So I've been doing it over 20 years. Uh, back in 2018, I actually got a phone call from an old agent of mine, a very dear, sweet friend, uh, Patty Gill. She's awesome. And she called me out of nowhere and she said, hey, uh, there's a tour that's looking for a guy to play this detective role. I thought of you. They'd love to talk to you. Uh, I said, great. We figured it out. I had the auditions that day. I was running a film festival that night. So I told them, I was like, look, I can be there at three, but I got to leave by four. I have things to do today. Uh, by 4.05, I was on the phone with them and they were like, we want you to join the tour. And I said, well, when do rehearsals start? They said, tomorrow. I said, oh, okay, well, here we go. Uh, and I've been blessed to do the show for three years. Oh, that's wonderful because, I mean, you got to meet some amazing people uh, like, like Rat. I mean, it was just a wonderful cast. And I was like, wow, this guy is a okay. wonderful actor, you know. And, and I, like I said, just like, yeah. And I also see that you're a musician because I'm a musician myself. And you know, I love music too. I've been doing it since I was a kid. So that's wonderful, you know. And so what inspired, so what inspired you to be an actor? What made you want to be you know, as well as a musician? What, what inspires you? Uh, that's a great question, man. Um, I, I think storytelling is one of the most important things in our, in our lives, in our society is, you know, tradition has always been put down verbally for the longest time before we knew how to read and write. We taught people orally and through stories and plays. And I think there's nothing like music will always touch my soul, mm -hmm. but it's a different type of feeling. If I can connect with you on a raw emotional level, and I can bring you into a world that helps you to escape your troubles or see things in a new light. I have more, um, I don't want to use the word influence, but there's more ways to um, actually help for me through acting and through film. I can actually, you know, create a story that sheds light on, um, you know, mental health or the way people are treated or bullying. Like I was bullied as a kid. My God. And I've dealt with mental health for a very long time. And my friend and I are producing a short film right now that deals with mental health in a new light. So I have a lot more outlets with this. Songs, um, I was never like the, the songwriter. You know, I was never the, the vocalist. So there's only so much I could tell there. But with this, I can tell anything. And I just love it. I love being able to connect with people like we did on the road. We were able to have a conversation. And it's led me to here, which is amazing. And now whoever's watching this, hopefully... We can connect and we can continue the conversation. 
Absolutely, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I'm sorry that you're bullied as a kid, because that's not right, you know. I was, I, I know, because I was bullied too, you know. I was spit at, you know. It's people, people are still mean, you know. It's crazy, especially adults, you know. So, so, um, I guess my question is, how did you overcome being bullied? I mean, how did you overcome that? I mean, because that's not wrong. I mean, overcome is not the right word. Um, you you can't overcome being bullied unless you stand up to the bully. Right. And then even then, there's always a chance that someone's going to, especially in this cyber age we have now, it's so easy to comment on someone's thing or say something, a little, a little remark here, a little snide remark there and, and bully someone without even realizing it. Um, it's not that I overcame bullying. I just surrounded myself with better people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I made sure the people that I keep close to me are people that I trust and people that I know and that we have that bond and it go the street goes both ways. We both know we're never going to hurt each other. You know, like my, my closest friends are there for a reason. And I'm always going to have bullies. I have, there's people in my life now that I'm sure don't either don't appreciate what I'm doing or don't like what I'm doing, or maybe don't like the way I work or don't like the fact that I have a mustache. I don't know something that they're going to nitpick on and I can't please everyone. You know, there's no way in this world that I'm always going to be able to say without a doubt, 100%, I can make everyone happy. Mm -hmm. Everyone has their own ideals, their own images, their own upbringing, their own story. And we're not always going to mesh and that's okay. It's not my job to do that. My job is to be who I am, be confident in who I am, help as many people as I can by being me right? Mm -hmm. Instead of worrying about what other people are saying about me and trying to please everyone. Because when I do that, I can't tell my story. I can't use my true voice. It's too much of like, oh, are you okay? Oh, are you okay? Let me, let me make sure I got all this working. And then I'm depleted. And that doesn't help anyone. You know, I I love the, um, the analogy of when you're on the airplane of putting your oxygen mask on first, so you can help someone else. If I don't put my oxygen mask on, and I'm constantly giving, 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 and I'm not receiving or intaking, mm-hmm. I'm going to burn out and there's going to be nothing left. I've been there before. So now I always make sure to make sure I'm okay, mm-hmm. you know, take care of my mental health and my well-being, and then I can give as much as possible mm-hmm. until I know I need to reset. Oh, well, that's wonderful to hear. And that's, that's wonderful advice that we all need to hear. I'm glad you shared on my show. I definitely appreciate it, you know. Yeah, so, so what advice do you want to give? Can you give actors that want to be an actor or musician like yourself? What advice can you give us? Oh man, so much. Uh, first off, if it doesn't, if, if at any point it just doesn't fuel you anymore, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to walk away. You know, like so many people feel like they have to prove something in this industry and they just resent it and it's not making them happy. And honestly, it's okay to pursue something else. Find what makes you happy. Find what drives you. But if this is it, if, if acting or filmmaking or writing, or directing, whatever, if you know, playing music or writing songs, if that's what fuels you, do it. Don't stop. Don't worry about what people are saying about you. Don't worry about, oh, I haven't auditioned or I haven't booked or, you know, I haven't released my CD. Keep working towards your goals. Set your goals, know what they are, and keep working towards them. And then when you reach them, set new ones. Mm-hmm. Reach higher, but keep going. And don't let anything anyone says bring you down because it's easy. It's real easy in this industry for people to say, you know what, you're just not talented enough. Or, you know what, you don't have the look I need. Or, hey, you know what? I don't really like rock and roll. So you're out. Like I I've gone to auditions where they'll line people up and just go, okay, you, 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 you stay. Everyone else can go just based off your look. Oh, wow. You know, and it's, it's happened more than once. 
-hmm. And you have to be okay with that because for the the 900 no's you get, Mm -hmm. you get that one yes and it's all worth it, Mm -hmm. right? And you have to be strong in who you are, know your character, stand true to yourself, and your talent will shine through. And that's a huge thing. Like I'm, I'm not young anymore, mm-hmm. but I'm still going yeah. because I, and honestly, I've done the work to get better, mm-hmm. to get stronger and to know what's in here mm-hmm. more than what people say I should be. And that this is actually now leading me to more and more bookings, more confidence in my writing, more of my own work, which is getting me more work, oddly enough. And it just, it just starts to work that way, but you have to know who you are first. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Um, did you also go to college as well? I did. Uh, I went to Montclair State University in New Jersey, which uh, most people have never heard of, but that's okay. Uh, it, was, it was an interesting time. I actually got accepted to NYU. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of regrets in life, and that might be the only one was not going there, but I thought I was doing the right thing by saving money, going to state school in New Jersey. It's where I grew up. Uh, and I was just like, you know what? let me just do this. Let me, cause I, I still wasn't sure. I wasn't hundred percent like, Oh my God, this is what I want to do with my life. It was more like I found this passion in high school. Let me pursue it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. After two years of state school, I was like, Oh my God, this is what I want to do. And maybe I should have went to another school. Mm-hmm. And I had a long talk with uh, Suzanne Trath, who was my, my mentor at the college. And she was like, look, if you transfer anywhere, it's going to take you two more years anyway to get an associate's. You might as well finish out your bachelor's and have it, or you could transfer to another school and start over. And all I wanted to do was work, right? It, for me, it wasn't so much the accreditation. It was the, is this what I want to do and how can I get better? So I finished out school and then I just kept taking classes. I took a class with Anthony Grasso in New York on camera. He taught me a ton. Dwayne Boyd here in Atlanta, another great teacher. Uh, Todd Anthony Manigo, awesome dude, amazing scene instructor. Uh, Victor Love does Chubbuck, like I've done Chubbuck, I've done Meisner um, with Rick Andoska right now. Uh, I did it in New York with Jim Brill, like improv with uh, Lisa Gardner, um, Jim Ligon. Like I, I just try to get as much as I can and I grab where I can and I find the teachers that I fit with, mm-hmm. right? And that I can learn from because some, that's another thing. You'll find like, People work with different structures, you know, people work with different techniques and you have to find what works for you and what fuels you and the teacher that actually can push you in the right direction. Uh, Anthony and I were old buddies. Uh, I took his class for many years and there was a point where we started butting heads because I felt like he kept giving me the same type of role that I knew I could do. And he was like, yeah, but you're good at it. I was like, I'm here to learn. I'm here to grow. And we had this big blow up and we had a meeting on our own and, we talked it out. He's like, look, you know, if, if you feel like this is, you've outgrown it, maybe this isn't the class for you anymore. And that's okay. And for a teacher to say that mad respect, you know, that's like, that's a huge thing for me. But what I also learned was sometimes you just need to be, like communicate what you need from the class. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. I'm friends with Victor Love here and he teaches Chubby, but he and I are peers. Like I've taught classes as well. And he looks at me on the same level. And I'm like, look, when I'm in class, man, just a student, I need you to push me. Don't be afraid because I also teach. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to be able to have those uh, relationships and cultivate them. That's super important in this business is, you know, who you know and what you know and all that. But cultivating meaningful, strong relationships, I think is the most important thing because the industry can be so difficult and it can really get you down. 
Mm-hmm. So you have that team that just lifts you back up. Yes, it's wonderful. Definitely wonderful to have a team that supports you. A wonderful support system. I definitely, because I actually, because I also went to college as well. Well, I community college, I got my social degree in liberal arts, and I'm glad I did. So I'm thinking about going, going to get my bachelor's degree as well in, in media and film. So I think, with, so I definitely agree that having a college education will definitely take a long way. And I'm glad you did that. I definitely agree, yeah. So, uh, so um, where do you see yourself a year from now? Still, still um, acting, producing films? Uh, down the line. Oh, yeah. I, look, if I have my way, I'm never going to retire from this business. I'm going to work until I'm 90 and then I'm going to like take a day off. And the next thing you know, that's it. I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. but I don't ever want to stop doing this. I love this so much. Uh, in a year, you know, like I said, my buddy and I wrote this short film about mental health. We're working on producing that. We're hoping to shoot that in the next few months. Yeah. I have another friend, uh, my buddy, John, who, uh, John Macheski, if anyone's listening and knows him. <laughs> he and I have written, uh, I think we're up to six or seven short films now. So we're starting to shoot one of those awesome. in January. Um, Jeff Sprav and I have been working on a couple projects. My friend Starlet Hill, who's actually over in, um, I think she's in Korea right now teaching English. Mm-hmm. She's a, a writer who's amazing. and We're working on some projects. Uh, Pierce Lackey and I are working on a project with the both of them. Uh, and I'm writing my own. I, I have two feature film scripts that I've started working on and, and have conceptualized and I'm starting to put on paper. So in a year, like ideally I'll have, you know, three or four short films under my belt that I've written and directed and or co-written and directed and I'll book however many TV shows and commercials and films and hopefully a lot. Like I'm, I'm on set tomorrow morning. So let's just keep it going, you know, but yeah, I'm, I just think, Stepping up and up and up and up every day is the way to go. I definitely agree, but I, I definitely, I definitely feel you. Um, so how did COVID? So how did COVID? Uh, so, how, so how did COVID, COVID affect you? Everything we shut down. Did that affect you, your career? Yeah. Oh man, COVID was. Uh, it's a trip, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this industry doesn't sleep, mm-hmm. so it's a nonstop grind, and it's twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. And I you know, ran a business here for a long time. And then I left that and did something else. And then I was making a film a week with this uh, community here that does a weekly film challenge. I was doing one short film a week of my own, plus working on others. And I was just going, 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 going. And then COVID hit and we were on tour with Set It Off. We're actually in New Orleans. um, And it was about noon, the day of the show. And we got a call and it said cast meeting in the lobby. They they told us, hey, there's no show tonight. Mm -hmm. COVID has put the shutdown on everything. You're going home tomorrow morning, enjoy your night in New Orleans, and then, you know, we'll pick it up whenever we pick it up. No one knew. Um, so it was interesting because, you know, I was out touring, I was writing, I was shooting, I was editing. And even while I was on tour, I was still shooting the challenge films and all that. So it was like back and forth like crazy. And then nothing. I had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. I had nowhere to go. I was just in my house. And I was like, okay, I went from 900 miles an hour to zero miles an hour and I, I didn't know what to do with myself i was like okay um i'm used to constantly moving mm-hmm. and now i can sit down so the first week i slept i just <laughs> caught up on sleep I'm not gonna lie like it felt so good i was getting nine ten hours a day i was like is this what it feels like when you're when you're rested my body feels okay and i can move and I, you know you don't think about the hours you put in because you enjoy what you're doing and then all of a sudden, when you give your body that moment to relax, it's like, oh, oh, I should maybe I should take a bath or something, like soak my legs a little bit or, or whatnot. 
Um, and then I spent, I spent a lot of the time um, focused on my own mental health, my own well-being. Uh, I did a lot of exercising. I actually lost about 35 pounds, um, which was great. Uh, I've gained a few of it back, unfortunately, but I'll lose it again. Uh, but I, you know, I, I, I took the initiative to actually better myself instead of just sitting around and going, well, the world has stopped and we don't know what to do. It was like, no, hold on. There's things I can improve on. So I, you know, I started taking martial arts lessons and I started getting in shape and, uh, you know, I started writing more and, and honing those skills a little bit better. And then I started doing, um, you know, therapy sessions with my therapist. We kept going digitally for a while. And then I do a thing called kinesiology as well, which is like letting the body tell you its history and its story and like adjusting accordingly. Uh, and I've been doing that every week for months and I love it because I feel I came out of COVID feeling way more grounded as a human, way more in touch with who I am, what my heart wants and what my voice is. Yeah. And to me, that's so important for what I'm doing to begin with that I'm glad I got that downtime because I may have, I may have never gotten here without it. Um, but it was also hard because I couldn't see my friends. Oh. And, you know, I, I went from talking to a hundred people a week mm-hmm. because you're working on so many projects and seeing so many people and our weekly meetups were like 60 people for these film gatherings. And I went from all of that to, I'd get like a text here and there or a phone call once every two weeks. And cause nobody knew what to do. And everyone was like worried about their family or just shutting down and whatnot. And it was like, Oh, well, how, how important if I'm worried about everyone else, how important am I to them? And then I, I had to set boundaries. You know, I had to learn like, okay, I've put too much of myself out there sometimes. And now I need to do, I do need to take care of myself. Um, and I, that was a huge important lesson. And I don't, I'm not blaming anyone for anything. I, I'm not mad at anyone for not reaching out because they're dealing with the pandemic too. Mm-hmm. And they've got to do what's best for them as well. Yes. So there's, you know, when we came out of it, like I'm still talking to old friends, there's no hard feelings, everything's great. But I took the time to really uh, better my situation and find ways to bring myself joy outside of this industry. So I took up photography, mm-hmm. uh, bought a, a nice new camera. I got some big lenses. I've been shooting like crazy. And honestly, that brings me a lot of uh, peace because I can just kind of focus on the scenery. Uh, I do a lot of landscape and wildlife and I can just go out and hike and stop and take photos and relax. And it connects me with the world and with nature and with energy. And it's very calming. So it's, it's been a really great thing as terrible as COVID has been for the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do feel like I came out of it a better person. Does that make sense? It absolutely does to me because I was like the same as you when I was I was in school. Then I then I then I had to start to start to class on on Zoom online. It was it was tough, you know. It's still tough, you know, trying to find a job, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So wow. So I'm glad, but I'm glad that you're doing this growing thing. It's time to kick it back to normal and you're able to you're able to book more gigs, more plays. That's wonderful, you know. Hopefully things will get better in time. Absolutely. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, okay. So what? So what was like working with the brat and these stars? You met? What was, I mean, because I'm I'm a big fan of the brat. So what was like to, get to work with these stars? Because they seem because they, they were just wonderful performers. Yeah, uh, brat's awesome. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely love the brat. She. Uh... Hello, dear. 
My name is Jai Bono. You want to jam and show, which is on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community community radio station. My guest today is Dodi Maffet from Jam Five Five. Hi, Matt. Good to see you on the show today. It's an honor to have you. Hey, it's good to be here, man. How you been? I'm, I'm doing great. It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you yesterday, Saturday. I mean, yesterday Saturday at our Christmas at the Christmas tree line um, with Mayor Wu. It was on the mutual days. Plus, of being anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a great event. It was just good to be out there with the community. Um, I've been wanting to, you know, do something like that for a long time. Just, you know, just see everybody's faces because, you know, over COVID, we we didn't do a whole lot of that. But uh, it was so good just getting out there and, and seeing everybody along the trail, like all the communities that we stopped in, Roxbury, Dorchester, Mattapan. Just people came out in droves just to like, you know support the new mayor and, and just just to feel that Christmas spirit again. So, um, yeah, man, I, I'm glad I got to be a part of it. And uh, I look forward to doing that in the years to come, too. Absolutely. It's so good to see you there, you know, and just, yeah, just see you again, you know, and see how you're doing, you know, it was fun. Plus, the new mayor was, I was definitely a wonderful Christmas event. I'll, I'll never forget, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so tell me what's up. So, can you tell me a little bit what's up, you know, what you've been up to, you know, since are you, how you got started in Gemini 4 or 5, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, shoot, I've been up to a lot. I've been working on an album right now uh, called The Firebird Chronicles. We got a single right now that's going crazy called Lifestyle with me and this artist, Young Llama. Um, he's uh, actually a Nepali, Nepalese refugee. Um, his story is crazy, but um, he's a, an incredible artist and a um, just super talented kid, and I'm, I'm glad we got this record out so the people could hear some real rap. You know, we're just talking about real life experiences and, you know, just what it takes to do what we do as artists. You know, I don't think uh, a lot of people know what goes on, like, behind the scenes when, you know, you're not getting the accolades and, you know, nobody's there to pat you on the back. It's like you got to be super self-motivated. And, um, yeah, it's just talking about, you know, some of the sacrifices that we make to to do what we do and, and lives the live the kind of lives that we want to lead. But, um, yeah, I just I have a couple of great shows coming up. Um, one at the Sinclair on December 16th. Very excited to be bringing Maverick and friends to the Sinclair. Uh, it's going to be crazy. Some of the most talented artists in the city. Uh, we got some some prolific MCs coming through. Um we got my man Tony Sparks is going to be out there. We got, um, of course, you know, I got to bring Llama out. Um, <laughs> we got, um, let's see, uh, a few more, a couple, a couple of secrets. I keep a couple of secrets. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just know it's going to be a crazy show on December 16th at the Sinclair. And then, you know, my birthday's coming up. Happy December 12th. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, yeah, December 12th, we got a big event coming up. Um, at Cosmica, so I'm pretty excited for that too. You know, just to see some familiar faces and have some fun. Yeah. But uh, to answer part two of your question, uh, how I got started, you know, in radio, um, basically just just being an intern. I always, you know, had a love for for music, and um, yeah, that just kind of grew from there. Like I attended Boston College and was there, part of that radio station, um, and just learned as much as I could, just soaked all the information up like a sponge. And um, the opportunity came about to to be an intern at, uh, at Jim. And, and, you know, I just, I just took it, just went full in and um, just worked hard. It was a lot of early wake ups. Um, I remember getting up at probably 
three, four a.m. sometimes just to just to go in and um, yeah, and then doing the overnights, yeah. doing the overnight shifts like two a.m. to five a.m., which was you know it, I guess if if you mess up, nobody's gonna know, <laughs> or not many people are gonna know. Just the overnighters. Uh, but yeah, from that to you know getting my own show on on prime time, which was you know that was crazy. So I, you know I always. Uh, uh, acknowledge and, and respect the the time of my life when I was I was doing the radio thing. Where it was a, it was a great period of time, but you know now we've moved on and yeah. we're doing the we're doing the Red Sox DJ now. So that's man, it's, it's unbelievable to have that thirty six thousand screaming fans like you yeah. know hearing you and and you know you contributing to the to the culture of Boston. That's a that's a, a crazy feeling, you know, just a a kid who, you know, grew up in the, in Malden, just, you know, I, it's, it's still kind of surreal to me, but every day I, I give thanks, man. Cause you know, stuff like that, it, it, it's not just you that makes that happen. You know, it's the man above and like, you know, your community, it takes a village. So, yeah. I definitely think cause I grew up, I, grew, I actually grew up in Malden too. So I know what it's like, to, you know, to yeah. Talk. I do. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, you said that you um, interned at GMN for five, you know. Are they still hiring interns right now? Do you know? The COVID? Um, they might be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, with COVID, everything got kind of weird. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I think it, as, you know, people are kind of straying away from the yeah. in-person model. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. A lot of stuff is, you know, people are working from home. There's a lot of, a lot of people working from um yeah, just doing the remote, the remote thing. So, um, yeah, last time that I, I checked in with them, that's probably what they're sticking to. But yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, check them out. Okay, that's what I, I love to intern in on for five. You know, like you did, start like you did. You know, because I'm, you know, I'm a lot of time. Yeah, so that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, check it out. You know, arms. So, so what are you, what are you doing for your birthday? I mean, I, I love, I love to. What, what was that for your birthday? You know, since so you can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so. My birthday, um, yeah, we just throwing a party. Actually, I, I teamed up with a couple of people from my um, that I know, my friend Makisha, and um, yeah, and the, the place is called Cosmica. So we're, yeah, we're just having a celebration, you know, celebration of life and and friendship. Mm -hmm. A lot of um, a lot of artists, you know, that'll probably be there on the sixteenth are, are definitely going to come to the birthday party. Um, but yeah, it, it should be a good vibe. It's a day party. Okay. So, you know, it's between the hours of one and eight on, okay. on a Sunday. So, you know, everybody, you know, you could do whatever you got to do afterwards if you want to go out. But during the day, you know, oh, come right. have a few drinks. It's a nice little tequila bar situation. So, yeah, you know, I'm down. Yeah. Is this is this on the is this, is this on, on the on the trough? The trough? Yeah. On the okay. December 12th. Okay, sure. it's in Boston. I, 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 I definitely want to come. I definitely want to come. You know, so it's in Boston. Oh yeah. All right. So. Good stuff, man. It'd be good to see you out there for sure. Hey, yeah, just send, just send me, just send me the link. I'll, I'll make sure I'm there. Okay, there's still the links. All right. Okay. No doubt. Thank you. I got you. I right, cool. Yeah. So, definitely. So, what advice can you give artists that want to be the next Maverick or that want to be into or make it big in the business? What, what advice can you give them? Yeah. Oh uh, man, I would just say. Focus on on being great at something like whatever it is that you do. Make sure that you're the best at it, like really, you know, hone in on your craft. And by that, I mean, you know, listen to the listen to the greats, study the greats, 
um, just every every um, everything that you think makes somebody dope at what they do. Like find out it, it's not enough to know that they're good at it. It's you have to know why they're good at that and why that like resonates with people what what makes them you know drawn to those people and you know study that and make that a part of what you bring to the game because you're not going to be you know everybody wants to be the next jay-z newsflash everybody's not going to be jay-z you know what i mean like (laughs) you got to bring your own type of of swag you got to bring your own type of you know story and and message to you know to whoever it is that's going to be consuming your music and just try and really connect with your with your audience i think that's that's definitely something that helped me in, in radio is um being able to connect with an audience you know um people want to feel that people want to you know people you could speak until the cows come home but if people don't really feel that you know that genuine um connection with you it's not going to make a whole lot of a difference that's why um i think it's very important to get involved in like you know community things like the the thing that we were doing with mayor Wu was like so people can you know attach a name to the face and the voice Mm -hmm. and like really you know feel that you're you're out here and you're you're um doing something that you know in the community Mm -hmm. absolutely i definitely agree so what inspires you what gives you inspiration and hope to do what you do as an artist um man just coming from humble beginnings yeah uh, yeah just you know a couple of immigrant parents who came here from jamaica just seeking a, a better life just knowing what they what they struggled through and you know how they persevered uh that gives me inspiration every day um family really you know uh just i, I come from a hard-working line of people who just you know um even my family that's, that's still in jamaica they they just uh, it's a way of life. They, you know, they, they do everything with the family in mind. So that, you know, the, the sacrifices they make, the the long hours that they work, yeah. like that's, that's inspiration enough for me to be like, man, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta, you know, wake up every day. You have two choices when you get up in the morning, you can either go back to sleep and yeah. dream about what you want to do or you can act on it. Okay. I, I choose, you know, I choose to go get out there and get after it. So, okay. yeah. I hear, yeah, I definitely agree, you know, go get it because no one's going to do it for you, so go get it, you know. Um, yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. so so did, did you go to college? Uh, do you have a college degree? Yes, yes. Oh. I went to Boston College. I graduated from Boston College all, right. <laughs> all, four, all four years. Uh, I majored in communication, so, you know, it makes sense. I figure if you can communicate with anybody, with if you can communicate with people, you can accomplish anything, you yeah. know, so... Um, yeah, that was my major, and uh, I really, really, you know, uh, salute Boston College for the, you know, just the the general education that I got there. And, you know, in Boston, that that degree holds a lot of weight. And yeah. so, like, people who, you know, wouldn't necessarily, you know, uh, give you a, a look, you mm-hmm. know, they, they, you know, they see BC on that degree, they, they, they think twice, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, yeah. It, uh, it, it it holds a lot of weight in the city. So, you know, that's uh, I'll, I'll, I'll forever be an eagle. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear because I actually went to college myself. I went to Washington Community College. I graduated with my associate degree in liberal arts. And I'm thinking about going to get my bachelor's. Yeah, so, so that's Very good. Cool. So that's good. So, so both college graduates is good. It's good. I definitely agree. You know. 
That's yeah, important. Yep, that's important. Education, education is the key, man. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what it is. And oh, and I would add that on to, to what I was saying about you know for mm-hmm. artists like education is the key. Like yeah. you can do anything in this world if you're smart. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? If you're smart, you can, you can even if there isn't a way, you figure a way out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's real. That's that's definitely good, good advice to hear. Yeah. So where do you like to travel to when you're not? Um, recording hours. What, what, what do you like to travel to? I know you went to um, that you that you went, went to California. Um, you've done yeah. a lot of stuff. I love going to Cali. I try and get out there at least once or twice a year. Um, yeah. just you know, it's a it's a beautiful part of this country, and uh, yeah, just the West Coast is a different vibe. Everything's kind of more laid back, more chill. Um, you know, from being living on the East Coast, everything's a little bit more you know, high, high strung, a little more, you know, on edge, everybody's rushing to get somewhere. Uh, West coast is kind of like, you know, more chill. So I enjoy, you know, visiting from time to time just to experience that. Um, other places that, uh, you know, I'd like to travel, uh, been to Austria before, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, the mountains out there are just, just beautiful to look at. It's like, you know, it's like a postcard, you know, <laughs> you can just look anywhere surrounding you. There's, you know, these beautiful, majestic mountains all around you um i'll say hawaii hawaii's ah, super dope yeah it's a great great place to visit um yeah, yeah i actually got engaged in hawaii oh, so that was, thank you thank you very much yeah man so um yeah my fiance and i we went out there in, uh about a year ago okay. and it was it was an outstanding trip just some of the most beautiful sights you will ever see in your life. The beaches are just amazing. And I didn't even get to go to all the islands. I just, you know, I just ended up, I think it was Honolulu we were on, but bro, I tell you, you got to get out to Hawaii. It's, it's amazing. And then of course, I Jamaica, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's home. It yeah. will always be home. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, the people, the culture, the food, the music, mm-hmm. it's just all, an experience that I would recommend to anybody. Um, speaking of Jamaica, like, you know, some some of the other islands, you know, been a Dominican Republic, uh, Trinidad, mm-hmm. Antigua, um, St. Vincent's, like, yeah, man, there's some some great islands. I, I, I love the island lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, if, if Boston wasn't you know, so much of, of who I am, you yeah. you'd probably find me on an island somewhere. I hear that. You read my mind. But my mother actually got got her first kiss in Jamaica, so yeah. So I, yeah, I, yeah. And um, I also want to go to Hawaii and California. Yeah. Would, would, you, sure. would you consider ever living down there instead of, instead of staying in instead of staying in Boston? Because you know we got snow coming, so I think so. I'm fine. Right. So yeah. You, every every winter, I tell myself I'm moving. But I, <laughs> I maybe one of these years I'll actually move it. I'll actually uh, believe it. Mm-hmm. But nah, I mean Boston is Boston is just home, bro. It's like I've, you know, I've made so many meaningful relationships here that it's it's it'll be tough to move away from. You know, especially you know now with like you know the shows coming up. Like I told you, Maverick and Friends. It's like you know I'd have to start that whole process you know all over again with the you know the networking and building um you know those relationships but yeah i I mean anytime i get a chance to to visit is cool but boston's you know we've we've done all right here in boston so i think i'll stick around 
Okay, and you and you don't mind the snow? I mean, because I'm trying to get out, get out, get out of Boston. Cause I don't want to deal with the snow, so you don't mind the snow at all? I mean, you know, uh, that's why that's why I got a big truck mm-hmm. <laughs> to okay. make sure you can move when you get where you got to get in the snow. So you know, you just got to know these things in advance. You know, living here, you gotta you know expect it and just you know adapt accordingly. But I remember, uh, yeah, not having a truck and, and you know trying to whip around boston in a little sports car not happening bro not happening so just uh yeah it, once you know what to expect you 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 adjust and, and that's why you can configure your your way around the city but yeah man uh like i said mm-hmm. the warm places they they great and who knows maybe later in life i'll i'll end up somewhere out there maybe you know figure out a nice little summer home situation or something like that. But yeah, I don't see myself going anywhere anytime soon. Okay. I, I, I understand. Definitely, I definitely get it. Um, so have you said, have, have you said that they, have you said that they feel wedding your fiance as when you going to get married? Or? Yeah, we, I mean, we're, we're looking at a couple of, you know, a couple of different options right now. Um, of course, you know, just making sure that uh, we can accommodate, you know, all the, everybody who's trying to come and yeah, we're, we're still figuring some things out, but we should be, we should be all right. I think, you know, at some point, like within the next year or two, we'll, we'll settle down and, and figure that all out. I, yeah, I understand, you know, you don't want to watch, take your time, you know, I, I get it, you know, because, you know, yeah. I hope to get married someday, you know, have a girlfriend, you know, hope to, you know, get my mom proud, you know. So. Yo, man, you need Jay, I know you got, you got to fight him off with a stick, bro. You, yeah, you, I save, save some for the rest of the guys, you know? I hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, 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 what do you see yourself years from now? Do, still doing, still, what do you see yourself down the line? You know, still making record, performing, uh, staying in Boston? Yeah, um, you know, I'm a creative, so I'm always, you know, going to be uh, actualizing myself in in some creative format so you know right now that's that's music and you know music's always been near and dear to my heart so i you know i see myself just continuing to make great music and you know hopefully having some songs like on the charts like you know uh just doing what they do and telling the story of a you know jamaican american kid from boston and, and you know what that's like so i think um you know, as as I continue to, you know, let people in on, you know, my story, I, hopefully that I'll be able to inspire people and um, encourage others to follow their dreams. I think that's that's my mission. You know, that's my mission as an artist is to to inspire somebody and really to to be a light, you know, um, just give somebody an encouraging word or, you know, say something that, you know, people haven't heard said a certain way. You know, it, it just um, make it resonate with them and, and, you know, leave something in people's spirit that it, that's going to help them have a better day than they had the day before. So, Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station.